Welcome to the Viewmasters, Batman, the Brave and the Bold, episode number 29, Revenge of the Reach. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, Eric. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good. And yourself? Okay. Okay. A plus. C plus. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Top grade you give. <laughs> uh, oh, that may also be the grade I give this episode. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? No, no probably lower. Seriously? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I guess the uh, the main episode did not live up to the awesomeness of the cold open. It certainly did sure. not. Yeah, definitely did not. Uh, but even in a comparison, uh, you know, format, um, it's boring as shit. It was pretty boring. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty boring. Yep. Uh, so let's talk about the cold open then. Okay. Yes. The cold open is the coolest thing. It's pretty it's the, damn amazing. the best one they've ever done so far. So far. By far. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we've had some good ones, mm-hmm. yeah, but but uh, just uh, from the jump, this one is special. Uh, so our our, uh, our typical coral open is 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 uh, uh, you know we usually you know we we see a villain and then we see Batman and another hero, or we see another hero and then Batman shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't we don't get that uh, this time. Nope. Uh, instead, we get uh, the opening of a very different cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> an awesome cartoon. A cartoon that I certainly would enjoy watching. I yeah. think. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the, the show opens with uh, the the opening credits of a of a sadly non-existent Challengers of the Unknown cartoon. Yeah. Done in the style of of uh, all the awesome uh, '60s Hanna Barbera. Uh, action adventure cartoons. So good. <laughs> so damn good. So awesome. So pitch perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like even the style of animation, like it's still the Batman Bear and the Bold stuff, mm-hmm. but it's just tweaked enough to just invoke. Yeah, like the know. colors are off just a little bit. Yep. And <laughs> yeah, the the lettering and the music and and the voiceover and uh, all of it is just fucking perfect. Yep. <laughs> Look up this cold open on YouTube. Seriously. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, and yeah, Batman barely has a role to play in this. Yeah, it's primarily a challenge of the challengers of the unknown story. Yep. Uh, and I mean, honestly, there's not much of a story happening. Yeah. Uh, but it's fun. Uh, basically, the, the, the challengers have discovered a, a radioactive meteorite has crash-landed they're investigating it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has uh, turned uh, the humble spiders of this island yeah. into giant mutants. Yeah. And, and on top of that, the, the meteorite crashed on Dinosaur Island. Oh, yes. So there are, there are pterodactyls flying all around. Of course. And, and, you know, normal stuff. Sure. Oh, man. So great. <laughs> and then Batman just shows up. Yep. Like, hey, I was in the neighborhood. Yep. Oh, you guys got this. I'm needed back in Gotham. He's, he's barely there. Yep. It's perfect. Uh, yeah, and he doesn't even do anything really to fight the giant 
spider monster. Yeah. Just sort of dodges out of the way here and there. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And then uh, the challengers uh, investigate the meteor. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're left on a cliffhanger. We are, yeah. It's 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 weird, but yep. it's great. It is a cold open cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> that is not followed up on in the rest of the episode. Nope. rest of the episode has nothing to do with this. Yeah. It's amazing it's so good yeah yeah so they they go into the uh the crater that the meteor has created and the meteor sort of uh uh it doesn't really burst open but it breaks open yeah and there are uh, looks like little pokeballs inside <laughs> uh and then a few of the pokeballs unfurl and it's starros yes awesome <laughs> <laughs> That's like the best post credits Marvel scene there. Like if DC ever did that, that right. would be the best one they could ever do. Yep, they won't. They won't, no, because no. it'd be awesome. Right. So they won't do it. <laughs> uh, oh, so good. Very so good. So cool. So I don't know much about the Challengers other than I read the Jeff Loeb and uh, Tim Sale series from yeah. the early 90s, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Maybe one of the five things Jeff Loeb has ever written that I thought was really good. Well, Tim Sale drew it. Well, yeah. <laughs> he ups his game for Tim Sale, it seems like. Yeah, I guess. Usually. Usually. Daredevil Yellow begs to differ. <laughs> Actually, most of the Marvel color books beg to differ. I really liked Spider-Man Blue. Really? Yeah. I read one issue of that. I was like, this is just terrible. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I haven't read them since they came out, so right. I couldn't vouch if they... If they hold up or not. We were, I remember liking Spider-Man. Yeah, we reviewed Daredevil Yellow for Gutter Trash, so it's been a couple years since I read that last. And that was definitely a post-realizing how awful Jeff Loeb normally is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just had issues with it. Uh, but but I've pretty much avoided everything else he's ever done since. <laughs> it's probably for the best. Probably. Although, you know, uh, our friend uh, Jason and uh, Neil both uh, really rave about uh, Captain America White. Oh, really? Yeah. The huh. comic nine years in the making? Yeah. <laughs> the unfortunately named. Because <laughs> he's a black man now. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they had to separate it. That's true. The, yeah, because it's not about Sam Wilson. Right, yeah. Captain America now is, is uh, Sam Wilson the Falcon, a yeah. black man. And yeah. so the comic about Steve Rogers had to be called Captain America White. Right. That's the Cap comic that all the racists are buying. Yep. <laughs> My America. Oh, White America. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know a ton about the Challengers either. Yeah. Uh, I know that they all survived some sort of horrific crash. Right. And, uh, and so uh, they, they surmised that they all should have died in that crash. And therefore are living on borrowed time. Alright. And so they, uh, they have adventures since they are living on borrowed time, so why not? Makes sense to me. <laughs> Basically what it is. Makes absolute sense to me. It's a Kirby creation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, probably my favorite Challenger story, one of the few that I've read anyway, uh, there was a Superboy storyline in the late 90s, early 2000s called Hypertension. Okay. And it was, um, one of the few stories that was big, like a big hypertime storyline. If you huh. remember hypertime, I, I do. I love hypertime. Yeah, and uh, and 
the challengers reappeared in that storyline and then at the end of the storyline they were like we're gonna go out and explore hypertime like perfect pitch for a new series right that just Never nothing happened. ever happens right, yeah so I like the idea that the challengers, you know, cro- traveling across time streams, sliders style. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would maybe be an awesome thing. I would love that. 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. I would love so many new comics from 1999. <laughs> like if, if I could get a, a, a Flash spinoff series starring Walter West. Sure. Uh, again, where he travels around hypertime. Basically, just stories where they travel around in hypertime. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> I'm sure 1998 Grant Morrison would have been down for that. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll write him a letter. You should. <laughs> if I could write, I feel like if there's anyone in the past who can receive letters from the future, it's Grant Morrison. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure he's figured it out. Probably. Yeah. Magic. <laughs> with a K. Right. Yeah. yeah. I with mean, Alan Moore CK, right? could probably do it. Yeah. But he's too much of a curmudgeonly asshole to even want to. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he shuns it. Yep. He shuns his magic abilities. Yep. Ah. <laughs> uh. So, yeah. Yeah. The cold open was fucking great, and you should look it up on YouTube. Indeed. Because don't watch the rest of this episode. (laughs) It's pretty boring. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's your basic Assault on Oa storyline. Yep. Really. Yeah. Which happens far too frequently. It does. Uh, So it's... it's, uh... Blue Beetle. Mm -hmm. Uh... The, The one true Blue Beetle, Jaime Reyes. It's uh, a blue beetle, uh, the one who has a uh, ridiculous uh, suit of armor and powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the armored Avenger. The armored Avenger. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't think so. No, is that not uh, him? I think that's a different guy. Hmm. Is it Shining Knight? Uh, he wears armor. Uh, he does indeed. Where more of a chainmail? It's it's still armor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I think Steel. Steel was would definitely be the Armored Avenger, yep. you're right. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> In the absence of Steel on this show, uh-huh. it's Jaime Reyes. Uh, the right. Blue Beetle. Okay. Alright. <laughs> Pretty sure I've seen somebody elsewhere. Batman wears armor, for Christ's sakes. That's true. Like, half of every episode, <laughs> he's wearing some sort of armor. Yeah. For most of this one, he was wearing space armor. Yep. Which made him... Sort of indistinguishable from the uh, villains of the episodes. Yeah, pretty much. It's all the same colors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Batman also does not have much to do with this episode. No, he either. really. This is a Blue Beetle story. Yeah, primarily. His Blue Beetle story <laughs> starts out with Jaime fighting a villain who I few. Would have asked me before anybody said its name. Yeah. I would have said Ocean Master. (laughs) I knew exactly who it was. (laughs) Sorry, ladies, I'm taken. They missed out. (laughs) I, uh, nope. Yep. Saw him. Said, why is Ocean Master in space? Yeah. He does sort of wear a starfish, uh, similar to Starro on his face. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he's, he's star-powered, 
uh, Evil Star is the, the lame Silver Age Green Lantern Star. villain that Blue Beetle is fighting. Yep. <laughs> yep. Pretty much all there is to say about Evil Star. Yeah. Uh, apparently he's too powerful for Blue Beetle to handle by himself. Mm-hmm. So he makes a phone call to his friend Paco. Yeah. Yeah. To Paco Ramon. Five. <laughs> He's getting a weird vibe from that guy. But it was Cisco. <laughs> and it's, it's Cisco now. Okay. Originally, his name was Paco Ramon. Uh, <laughs> true facts. Ah, <laughs> uh, so now he calls his friend Paco, who knows how to beat Evil Star because video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's really, you know, in in our modern times, sure. that's how anyone learns to do anything anymore, right? right? Yeah, pretty much. That's how I learned how to drive. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto. That's right. Yep. Yeah. It came out, like, ten years after I learned how to drive. Yeah. Yeah. But, but oh. you didn't know how to drive before. Exactly. You learned how to drive correctly from GTA. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I learned to be a world-class sniper from, uh, I don't know, a whole bunch of games. Right. Yeah. Medal of Honor. Sure. Halo? Sure. SOCOM? Yeah. Is Fallout? Is that a thing? I, that's a game. I don't know if you're a sniper in that I, game. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know anything about it. I don't either. Yeah. I know, I know there's a dog in the new one. Is there? You get a dog. Oh. Yeah, I know. That's, that you, seems kind of nice. You, you get a dog in Grand Theft Auto V, too. Do you really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. His name is Chomp. Oh, Chomp. Yep. Chompers. Yep. He's a, he's a big old pit bull, oh. and he likes to shit everywhere. Ah, oh, that's too bad. Yep. I'm less on board with that now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, he calls his friend Paco to help. Paco helps. Yeah. <laughs> and then and, uh, he defeats Evil Star. Yeah. Uh, Batman shows up because he's he's basically trailing Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. Blue Beetle is out doing solo missions by himself. He's not supposed to do that. He's not supposed to be doing that, apparently, because... Of uh, regulations, child I, labor laws. I guess uh, like, he's still like a teenager, right? So. Yeah, it's he, he didn't weird still. get permission from his supervisor. <laughs> uh, Batman is sort of his supervisor. Yeah, kind of. I guess. Uh, just yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't fill out the proper paperwork. I guess not. I, I it just I feel like uh, you know other superheroes existed before Batman. Uh, or came up at the same time as Batman, mm-hmm. so I'm pretty sure they all didn't need to be trained by Batman. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's also Batman is taking valuable time away from fighting crime to he, travel across the galaxy yeah. to babysit Blue Beetle. Yep, uh, probably not necessary. Completely unnecessary, or so we think. I guess. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, with Batman's permission, mm-hmm. uh, he takes, uh, Evil Star to Oa to turn over to the Green Lanterns. And, uh, he, he's not received warmly there. No, no, they, uh, they don't like him, or nope. something about him. Yes. Um, I would have no idea about anything like that. 
No. I don't think I could sympathize with that point no. of view. No, because everybody uh, likes you. Of, of, uh, no, of, of, of disliking uh, Jaime Reyes or uh, oh. uh, the Blue Beetle. I see. Yes. <laughs> I thought you, that you meant you couldn't sympathize with, with how Jaime was feeling. No, no. Well, why would you want to? Right? Because you hate him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're firmly Team Guy Gardner in this episode. Yes, I am. Which is a good place to be. Sure. I'm usually Team Guy Gardner. Yeah. Pretty much all the time. You know that he's an asshole, right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. That's what makes him one of the best Green Lanterns. Okay. All right. Because he is just a cocky son of a bitch. All right. And never boring. That's true. Like some other Green Lanterns that get shoved down our throats. (laughs) Hal Jordan. Yeah, Hal Jordan. Um, yeah, so he uh, takes Evil Star to Oa, and the Green Lanterns, uh, after taking Evil Star away, turn their rings on him. Yep. Uh, because it turns out uh, that there's a bunch of exposition about the Blue Beetle Scarab. Uh, it's uh, it's part of an alien culture called the Reach, and uh, the Reach goes around to different planets. Uh, and sort of seeds the planets and uh, makes someone on the planet their champion. Uh, and then once it's got the trust of the people, it turns on them and enslaves and destroys the planet. Yep. So, is that a thing in the comics? I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. I feel like there's something like that uh, with, with the Scarab, but I don't know. When I was trying to give uh, the Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle series a shot, mm-hmm. uh, I do know that there was like a weird thing between the Scarab and the Green Lanterns. Yeah. Uh, but I could not stick around long enough to ever see that storyline played out. So. Okay. Uh, so maybe. I know that there was a thing called the Reach. Yeah. Um, that is pretty much it. <laughs> was the Reach in Young Justice as well? I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. Oh, you mean in the, 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 the TV the cartoon, yeah. Uh, maybe? Because isn't the, like, the second season is an it's invasion all about an storyline? Invasion, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was the Reach or if it was, you know, like, any of the other constantly invading aliens of the DC universe. I don't know. Like the... The Gordanians. Gordanians or, or the Coons or... Yeah. Uh, I feel like it was one that I'd never heard of before. Right. The Reach I'd never really heard of before today. So. Okay. Right. I don't know. It could I'll, be. Look it up. For sure. I'll, I'll look it up. All right. <laughs> On my own time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not my phone. Yeah, it's so. fine. All right. Um, but yeah, so the... <laughs> so Jaime finds out all this stuff about the Scarab. Um, and then, uh, predictably, <laughs> the Scarab decides then is the time to take over. Conveniently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I, uh, small aside here. Absolutely. Uh, was watching, uh, The Flash, mm-hmm. uh, the, the television program that is, uh, currently on the air. Yeah. Uh, so spoiler for, I think, two episodes ago or so. Okay. Uh, we're, we're there, there was a scene where Harrison Wells of Earth 2... Uh, it's a flashback to him being on Earth 2, mm-hmm. and uh, his uh, uh, daughter uh, has has been uh, kidnapped uh, by a mysterious villain. Yes. Uh, but but uh, basically all he hears on the news is that uh, the college where she goes to has been attacked, and so he turns on the TV as he is trying to call her, and very conveniently, <laughs> yeah. uh, the cameraman of that TV station has focused on a dropped cell phone that happens to be her cell phone. 
because he sees himself on her on her uh, on her screen. Yeah, that was super convenient. Very convenient. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I. You know, I buy that in fiction and in stories there has to be, like, a certain amount of convenience. Yeah. But come the fuck on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was uh, pretty... That's probably the low point of that episode. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. So, conveniently, yeah, Mm -hmm. the the, the Scarab decides that now's the time to completely take over Jaime's body. Yeah. Well, when opportunity knocks. Well, sure. I mean, he already knows at this point, so why the hell not? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, so he attacks Batman and uh, the entire Green Lantern Corps and paves the way for an invasion of Oa by the Reach. Yeah, yep, which is uh, a bunch of different alien species in blue beetle armor. Yep. Yep, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Then there's a big fight. Yep. Uh, Jaime has to overcome the, the, uh, the power of the Reach within him to take back control of the armor. Yep. Uh, which, spoiler alert, he does. Yep. Uh, and saves the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that is it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that is what happens in this episode. Yeah, the the power was never in the armor. It was always in you, Jaime. That's right. Yeah, his his willpower. Yes, his armor his, is controlled by willpower. His emotion of willpower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so during during the fight between the Green Lanterns and the Blue Beetles, sure, of um, which there seems to only be six of each. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, it was, you know, it wasn't a, series, a season finale or anything. No, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Budget was still normal. <laughs> it's a cartoon. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Those uh, Korean animators get paid by the character. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, so the, the Green Lantern Ring is powered by the emotion of willpower. Sure. And uh, imagination. Right. The emotion of imagination. The emotion of imagination. So... Why? It's the most powerful weapon in the universe. That's what we're told. Why? But it, but it's it can't break through the Reach's shields or whatever. Right. Why can't you just imagine? Oh well, I'm imagining something that's more powerful than the Reach's shields. <laughs> Do you, does it have to be a specific imagination? I, I guess. I I don't know. You know, it's uh, also you know. Uh, Every time, every single time that the the lanterns tried to do something, uh, the 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 reach would uh, pretty much destroy all their constructs mm-hmm. almost instantly. Yeah, as, as if they weren't ever there. Yeah. So so basically, what we learn is that the reach is actually the the most powerful weapon in the universe. That's it's true. The scarabs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Though Kilowog managed to keep a shield up. Yeah, that's true. A couple true. times. Well, it's because he's Kilowog. Yeah, he's Kilowog. And, and he's a badass. Yeah. He's the greatest Green Lantern of them all. Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I don't know. I just I was just thinking about that. Yeah. And, uh, no, I thought no, it was it's, weird. It's a perfectly valid point. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, all the other uh, recognizable Green Lanterns all get their asses handed to them. Uh, Tomar Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pac-Man guy with three legs. <laughs> Gallius said. Well, sure. Uh, Gnort. Yeah. Aresia uh, is. Aresia, I think I saw her. Yeah. 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 I saw. I saw. Uh, Medfil. 
Okay. He's the plant one. Alrighty. The guy with, like, the broccoli head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Green Man was there. Green Man? Yeah. He's you just... mean Charlie Day in a tight no. green suit? No. He's just... <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not what I mean. <laughs> but I wish that's what it was. <laughs> No, he's just, he's like a normal looking humanoid Green Lantern, but he's green skin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? There's, there's 7,200 of them. Yep. They had to, they, you get tired after a while. Sure. You gotta cut some corners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah. Yeah. It was, it was boring. It, it really was. Yeah. Uh, and really not too many memorable things came out of this. Yeah, just the cold open. Pretty much. Go yeah. watch the cold open. Go watch the cold open. Uh, well, there, there's some surprising voices, uh, That's in, true. in the, in the, the credits. Yeah. Uh, J.K. Simmons apparently playing the Guardian of the Galaxy. Yeah. Or Universe, whatever the hell they're called. Uh, in this. Guardians of the Universe. Guardians of the Universe. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, J.K. Simmons should be in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. As J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> Star Lord is a menace. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rocket Raccoon got into my garbage last night. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so that was weird. Yeah. Who was, who was the other voice that was... Uh, Ian Griffith. That's right, yeah. Yeah, Which, Mr. Fantastic himself. Mr. Fantastic. Uh, or the Forever Guy. The Forever... Oh, that's right, from the TV show Forever. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't remember his character's name. It doesn't matter. It does not matter at all. It's a canceled <laughs> show. Horatio Hornblower. Probably. Yeah. No, that's he's he played Horatio Hornblower. Oh, did he? Okay. And a bunch of like British, right? I movies. assumed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, most famously is this Mr. Fantastic yeah, from the bad. from the middle two Fantastic Four films. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was so good they just had to come back for more. What are those? What is that crazy quartet gonna get up to next time? <laughs> Uh, God only knows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was the voice of the armor. Yeah. Which is <laughs> weird. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was very strange. Yeah. Uh, I think that was pretty much it uh, for for big names. Yeah, yeah. Armin yeah. Scheimerman again was in it. Yep, yep. Uh, he played the professor. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the, the opening from the challengers. Yep. Uh, none of the other challengers got uh, got credits, but they all had a uh, at least one line. Yeah. So. Yeah. Additional fuck, voices. Fuck those ads, I guess. <laughs> fuck you, Rocky and Ace <laughs> and Clubber or whatever the fourth one's name is. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Go watch the cold open. <laughs> Indeed. I cannot recommend it enough. <laughs> All right, I think that uh, pulls the plug on this one, man. Oh, thank God, let's do it. All right, <laughs> we'll be back next week. Bye.
Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.